0: Yo, let's do this. Uh, My content here is going to focus primarily on Bitcoin and the developments in and around Bitcoin to help keep you up to date on what is going on and to offer my honest perspective as opposed to just blindly believing the circulating narratives. You know, because science. I believe Bitcoin is the most important innovation of our lives. I do not think there is anything more meaningful I can do with my time than to empower you and as many people as possible with the knowledge to understand money and thus Bitcoin and working to create a more free and open society. It is impossible for a man to learn what he thinks he already knows. Epictetus. The talk around CBDCs globally continues to increase with Australia's treasurer yesterday mentioning to a local media uh, in a local media interview, that they are going to be working with the RBA to look into the feasibility of a CBDC in Australia, which he says would be a world-leading initiative. <clears throat> CBDC, or central bank digital currency, is something that we in the Bitcoin community have seen from a long distance away on the horizon, looming closer with every each passing day. China have made their intentions clear to roll out a CBDC along with many other nations, including Singapore, Malaysia, and of course, the US. The questions that come to my mind are, aren't most currencies already digital? Why are the governments wanting to roll out CBDCs? How does the CBDC differ from what we already have? What are the advantages of using a CBDC? Who benefits? What are the incentives? First, let's cover off what a central bank digital currency is. Central bank digital currency is a centralised database or ledger containing all information, including account name, holdings, transactions to and from, maintained and controlled directly by a central bank. Currently, a number of separate banks or institution and or institutions hold this information and share it with a select and mostly unknown to us group of institutions. So CBDC is more of a marketing exercise than anything else, as we already, currently already have a digital currency for the most part. Most estimates I've found indicate a 90-10 split between digital and physical cash. It likely means the system becomes even more centralized with the central bank holding this information. So why the ongoing circulating narratives relating to CBDCs? Governments around the world realize their monopoly on money is under threat, and they are undertaking a marketing campaign to attempt to remain relevant. This is only my opinion, of course, but it's important to realize that this is more of a technological update as opposed to any significant type of innovation or architectural change. The most obvious positive a CBDC could offer is the ability to directly transfer stimulus to individuals as opposed to legacy methods like checks. This would be handy if governments moved to some kind of a UBI system to combat automation, for example. During the pandemic here in Australia, this has happened already happened with the current system, however. So from a user experience point perspective, it's no noticeable change. The negative effects seem fairly clear increasing financial surveillance, the ongoing erosion of privacy, and an increased ability for financial censorship. If you haven't been behaving or scanning the QR code before you go to the toilet or wish to send money to someone we do not like, the best way to view CBDC is to compare against the critical elements of an open and public protocol like Bitcoin. Best popularized by Andreas Antonopoulos, the five core pillars are open. Public, borderless, neutral, and censorship resistant. Basically, a CBDC has none of these properties. It is closed, it's private, bordered, potentially combative and weaponized, and willing to censor as needed. Ultimately, my view is that Bitcoin is inevitable, and regardless of what any government does at this point, ultimately sorry, ultimately my view is that Bitcoin is inevitable regardless of what any government does at this point. The network effect is too strong. And once you really swallow the orange pill and wash it down with some water to help it dissolve, it is impossible to see the world through the same lens again. CBDCs are just a refreshing on the current broken system. This offers no significant step change improvement to the current broken fiat monetary system that continues to fuel an ever-growing wealth divide between the rich and the poor as a result of the Cantillon effect, whereby those closest to the money supply benefit disproportionately. I choose to opt out of this madness with Bitcoin. My best advice is get educated, understand what's taking place and how it impacts you and your family. The government are not going to do that (laughs) and are not here to save you or I. We must help each other and save ourselves. Wishing you all the best and hope you have a great day.